Oh, I've bought a coffee machine. Have you? That's something we should have said at the top of the show. I've bought a coffee machine for £50, brand new. Nespresso are selling uh, their, like, small kind of, it just fits in the corner of your kitchen. It's normally £120, and they're doing a special deal for, like, of this week. £50 plus 53 pods. I don't know wow. if they're trying to get rid of old stock, but I don't care. I bought it. <laughs> I mean, the joy in your face when you told me that story, Alex, is the most excited I've seen you in two years. So I'm <laughs> delighted, <laughs> genuinely delighted for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Warford Weekly, your weekly EastEnders podcast, where this week we'll be discussing the episodes released on the BBC in the UK from Monday the 20th to Thursday the 23rd of February 2023. I hope you're all well. I trust that you all are. Uh, my name is Alex, and I cannot host this podcast by myself. I cannot. So I may as well do it with this guy. Hello, Rob. How are you? Hello, Alexander. Very, very well. Thank you. How are you? Look at you with your glasses on this week. You've got your goggles on. <laughs> Sorry, nice suit you. Suits I you. have, I have. I, I, I feel like I should just tell you that uh, I've got a small headache and my vision is a bit blurry today. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I feel like That's Deja Vu is kicking in again. It's kicking in again. Even before yeah. behind the scenes, <laughs> behind the scenes, we had to, the second time we've had to do this because Alex's internet is rubbish. That's what I, thought, I that's well, what no, I, thought, I don't know. The... Yours, the video that went down, not mine. So I think the debate there. Everything was fine on my side, young man. Everything was fine on my end too. For my picture, well, that's where there you go. Wow. My picture being sent to you was good. So it must be the pictures being well. sent to me that's wrong. <laughs> I think you've known that all along, really, haven't you? <laughs> um, well, what we need to say, ladies and gentlemen, is thank you very, very much for all your messages that you've sent us. Um, in case you missed the the bombshell that Alex dropped last week, uh, Warford Weekly, as it is now, will be coming to an end on episode 250, and then I'll be going off into other places of a podcast after that. <laughs> um, and thank you, yes, much seedier places. It's going to be filth. Uh, and thank you very much for all your messages. They've been lovely. Genuinely touched us, some of them. You, Alexander, have broken people's hearts. Yes. So I hope you're proud of yourself. Yeah, I am a little, to be fair. No, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, no, we are as, I, as I say, as I say uh, to echo what Rob said, I've had some really lovely messages again. myself. <laughs> Uh, and again, again, yeah. Um, and uh, people being getting in touch and being really sweet and understanding, and it's been great. So yes, thank you to everyone who's reached out to us. Um, and as I say, it's, it might be the end of Wolford Weekly, but it's not the end of EastEnders podcasts, as we've got Rob's very exciting podcast to come. And believe you me, from what I've heard, it's going to be hot, hotter than a yeah. hot thing on a hot my... desert. <laughs> oh. A hot thing in a hot <laughs> desert is exactly what it's going to be. And as irritating as the sand that gets into all those places. I can guarantee mm. that. Um, so we've still got five episodes left. And that includes this week, which was quite the week, I think you will agree. So mm. I think we better get on with discussing it. We are starting mm. uh, as the show started uh, with Monday's episode. But a little bit different. We're going to talk about the one episode because... The way it's been uh, put forward as a element of the show is that this is kind of like uh, this is a this is a sense of things to come. Yes, uh, this is the uh, this is the what has been teased for the last couple of weeks with all those trailers, and we're all like, oh, a lot of uh, iconic women stood outside the Vic. There's Kathy mm. crying. There's Suki looking a bit concerned. What what could it possibly What's be? Going on? And What's last it mean? week, last. And last week, we kind of threw out the idea, wonder if it could be a flash forward episode. And I said, oh, that's very dangerous. Hollyoaks have done that in the past. And that means you've laid your track for nine months. No uh -huh. one can get pregnant. No one can get a haircut. And no one nope. can do anything wrong. Nope. Nothing that's whatsoever. That's probably why... 
<laughs> that's probably why cat's not involved with it because i think that <laughs> there might be danger there let's be honest <laughs> let's be honest jesse's jesse's been a bit naughty in the past and so we don't want like actresses they suddenly disappear um so they're doing this flash forward anyway we were right with the flash forward episode we were correct <sighs> however the build-up to that point was that it was a very eloquent and very sublime in my opinion episode based in the vic which is very rare nowadays. It was. It reminded me a bit of the consent story again when they did the, you know, the camera kind of panning around different mm -hmm. stories and different parts of the Vic. Um, and this time it focused on Sharon, Denise, Kathy, Linda, Stacey, and Suki, um, which then cultivated to this 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 flash forward, which yes. extended very helpfully told on Christmas 2023. <laughs> it could have been any Christmas. Could have been any Christmas, couldn't it? That could have gone. Could I know. Yes, you're right. I know. You're right. You're right. It just cracked me up though. They just felt the need to put this caption at the bottom of the screen just in case. Um, and uh, and but but yes. Yeah, so let's talk about Monday's episode then. So uh, yes. obviously that you know Denise is feeling a bit like uh, lost. Um, she gets a bit drunk. Uh, Suki gets kind yeah. of like ignored by nish um even though she's the one who kind of cleverly negotiated getting the contract to take over the vic from linda more on that mm -hmm. a bit later on yes. uh sharon has a bit of a bunk up with Keanu in the toilet but then finds Classy. out that Keanu has slept with sam all oh, to the end um and uh linda what else happened stacy's kind of feeling a bit like kind of like upset that nothing's kind of going her own way kathy mm -hmm. and kathy was kind of like the agony aunt of the whole occasion wasn't she she kind of, kind of like went from person to person and kind of looked after them and yeah. then they kind of had their off they kind of had their off shots and talked to one another separately before we then did the flash flash forward which we'll talk about as well in a second so yeah so you know highlights the bits mean, you I, loved bits you didn't think worked yeah. quite so well I mean, well, the thing is, I loved it once it was just the just the women in the Vic. And if I had any criticism mm. of Monday's episode, it would be that I wish that had gone on for longer. You know, it seemed like we only got the lock-in section of it that had been, like, really kind of publicised for, like, the last ten, five, like, five, ten minutes of the episode. And I was kind of looking forward to that bit because I knew what we were going to get once we got to that bit in terms of it was just going to be a load of character stuff and the women just all chatting to each other. And what we got of that was brilliant, and I would have liked more of that. Um, but it was, it did a really good job of sort of just putting all the women in and sort of letting us know where the women are at in terms of the, their stories and their mindsets. Um, the Denise, like you say, got quite drunk and made a move on Ravi, um, kind of, <laughs> yes. uh, it's like, well, Sharon's done it in the loose. Why don't we do it in the loose? The women of Walford are class personified, aren't they? Aren't they just the classiest set oh, of birds it... you've ever met? It also made me laugh that like that's the same spot that you want to have sex with Ravi. It's the same spot where your sister gave birth to mm. Paul Pearl. <laughs> oh. So you know, <laughs> keeping it like yeah, I know. Mm, lush. <laughs> that's let's do it where the afterbirth was. You know. Oh, <laughs> oh. Christ alive! Um, so yeah, Sharon was uh, in ultra classy mode. Denise was in ultra classy mode. Uh, Ravi turns her down. I've got stuff to say about Ravi when we talk about when we talk about that, the Denise and Ravi stuff later in the episode. Uh, but Ravi at the moment kind of turns her down and says, "No, I want you sober. I don't want any of this. None of this drunken messiness. Thank you very much." So Denise gets more drunk as a response to that. Jack stormed off at one point because they're just sort of bickering. Um, Jack was like, useless though. He was playing on his phone. If I was having a night out, especially after the kind of troubles that Denise has sort of openly said she's having with Jack, mm -hmm. like she's kind of openly said, like, you don't really treat me very well. Our rom a romantic type side, our kind of spontaneous side is dying. Mm -hmm. And then, then take you to the Vic to then stand, sit there playing on his phone, yeah. play Candy Crush or something all night. Like, I would yeah. be pretty pissed off as well if I was Denise. So I don't I blame her on this one. Stupid Jack. 
Yeah. Um, Stuart and, and then, yeah, so, and then Suki's left on her own because um, Linda, um, Linda is, is kind of kind of panicking about the uh, about the stuff in the Vic and Nish and Suki walk out the back. Nice little move, I thought. Nice little moment, character point, I should say, or a character beat when uh, Nish kind of follows Linda out and start and hangs his coat up. That was quite a power move, I thought. That kind of just spoke about mm. what sort of person Nish is, isn't it? It's like, yeah, I live here now. I, he, in his brain, yeah, he owns the Vic. Or, yeah, in his brain, he owns the Vic already because he's decided he wants it, so he has it. So he just hangs his coat up. I thought that was quite a nice little moment. Um, and then um, he basically implies that you know screw sharon i've got the money for you and everything's gonna be fine and like, do you want sharon like, running around having sex in your loose and telling you how to <laughs> how to do your repository me and suki won't do that so this is <laughs> kind of like oh, okay i'm gonna think about it mm. um and obviously suki is the one that sort of seals the deal because she can see that linda is sort of being quite resolute and say no i want sharon to do this and then suki steps in and sort of does her thing it's the one that kind of basically makes it so that Linda will then think about it. And Nish then completely bypasses that and implies that it was all his own work and just makes Suki feel worthless. Um, and then so he then is tell he's then talking to Suki later and says, well, Linda's going to be gone soon because we're getting rid of her. Um, and Suki is kind of like, that's not, that's not fun. That's not fair. And what goes for Lou and Nish gets all kind of uppity thinking about, you know, this woman that's daring to back answer him storms out the Vic and leaves Suki on her own sort of humiliating her because everyone could see that she was sort yeah. of left behind um, and then Stacy is kind of panicking because Ryan has messaged uh, Lily asking him to, asking her to come for Christmas. Some nerve the way they left things. I think, you know, it's oh, like yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so it basically leaves uh, all these women kind of alone in the Vic at the end. And there's some really nice kind of moments there. Some really nice conversations. Suki and Stacy have a great conversation. I really liked that moment where it was sort of Stacy saying, "Look, I know what's going on with Eve." Because Stacy currently is the only person that knows what's going on with Eve. Mm. Um, and she and she says, like, if you want someone to talk to you about this, talk to me. And it, you know, Suki's all touched because she's not used to people actually being nice to her. So that was there was that nice moment. And then everything seems fine. These women are just kind of partying around and just having a great time discussing like musicians they used to fancy. <laughs> and you know, everyone's getting drunk and sticking the music on because they've had this lock in. By the way, great friends to Linda. By the way, she's going through some stuff. Ex alcoholic, and the, and their solution is right. Let's have a lock in. You have a great time on the OJ, and we'll just all get hammered. Really, good to be fair though, Linda, Linda, Linda felt seemed a bit smug by the fact that in the following morning they all like, hung over in the Vic. No, and you are, Linda though, was aren't kind you? of like, <laughs> I'm sober as a judge, and I'm having yeah. a lovely morning. Well, <laughs> was fine. Like bacon. <laughs> Seven, cap, yeah, seventy year old yeah, Kathy, absolutely fine. Got absolutely hammered all night, and then was off, uh, and, and then didn't wake up face down on the Vic floor the next I was morning. Like the rest of them did. <laughs> I, I was surprised by Sharon as well, because I thought Sharon could handle her drink better than she did. You know, Sharon's had many years of experience as well of mm. drinking herself like a Doesn't fish. she just? Uh, we, should also, yes. we should also point out that Linda ha had a text message from... Um, yes. Uh, from Carly. Shirley. Um, Shirley's... Was it from... Sorry, from Carly. Yeah, it was from Carly. Uh, Shirley had visited... Uh, visited and uh, there was a picture of Dean in the mirror in the background. A bit, it reminded me a bit like Ring. You know that film Ring? When like the woman's brushing her hair and you yeah, see that yeah, person yeah. in the mirror, I don't know why well, I just did. Um, and so that kind of upset Karen too, because uh, sorry, Linda too, because that brought back a lot of memories of obviously the story from a few years back yes. when uh, Dean had had raped her on the kitchen table upstairs in the Vic. That so that kind of so many happy memories for everybody. Why would anyone want to I... live there? <laughs> like, why does Cheryl want mm. to live there? Because she's lost so many people because of that place. <laughs> Linda's been raped there. You know, I don't know. And Kat's had bad times in there. I don't know why anybody... Stacey's murdered people in there. I don't know why anybody would set foot in that building ever again after all everything that's happened to these poor women. 
this is the funny thing. It's just because we're obviously going to be talking about the flash forward in a minute. But yes, um, yes. something Ben and I kind of sat down and kind of noticed, and we thought maybe this is already a hint of what's going on with the flash forward. <laughs> is that obviously they 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 split up into groups of two. Yeah. Sharon and Denise kind of agree and like had very similar stories together that they both yeah. uh, feel like loveless and they both you know want to have this fling or with the, with a younger man. Mm-hmm. Um, Kathy and Linda were quite similar because they Wilmot Brown had raped Kathy as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And she said you shouldn't let a man kind of take over you know th- you know your your life by this mm-hmm. one this one th- you know mm-hmm. moment. Um, and Stacey and Suki, although they had the Eve thing, which is very similar, they had together. Mm. I felt like that Stacey's one thing that she had that, that Suki didn't have was that she murdered someone in the Vic. So do you think that's already a subtle hint that Suki murdered nice. someone in the Vic? A little nice. clue. That's good. Uh, you I like see, that. I picked up on that. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I mean, you know, you could also argue that, you know, if a lot of comparisons I've seen have been made between Nish and Archie. So they've kind of, you know, they've got mm. that sort of, you know, mm. the sort of the character of Nish is going to be. So maybe that, you know, interesting, interesting, yeah, interesting. Could, so I wondered um, if that was kind of a little drop of a hint. To briefly kind of discuss the, the photograph that Linda got. Okay. Number one, is Dean coming back? Is this a hint that we have that Dean's coming back soon? Do you think? Well, see, this is another theory. I've got, <laughs> I've got lots of theories, but I think he might be returning, and I think Dean could. There's a good possibility that Dean could be the one who's dead on the floor. So it's a possibility. Again, yeah, moves, yeah, yeah, yeah. things to, to adapt. I mean, right, okay. Let's talk about the flash forward because it yes, went from we all all of these women sort of kind of holding it up and saying and making quite a key statement of saying, you know may all the men get what they deserve and then we cut to christmas 20 <laughs> and then we cut to christmas 2023 where all of these women are standing around there's an undisclosed male body on the floor which sharon says he's dead and and that's what we've got to come on christmas 2023 now before we even go into any of the theories and everything i mean are you with me on this when i say i think it's a genius idea i really really do because the EastEnders Christmas Day episode has always been known as the key episode of EastEnders. You know, theoretically, mm-hmm. everything that everything that happens in the year is building up to Christmas Day. So why the hell yeah. not start building up to it now and start saying, yeah, this is what is happening on Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. And now we're going to find yeah, out how it wind, happens. Genius. Wind us up early. Genius idea. Brilliant. I mean, and also, and also for the past couple of years, I've been saying like, oh, is there a point to a Christmas episode anymore? It's kind of lost its kind of impact it used to have. This is almost sticking a middle finger up, not just directly to me, but to like anyone who thinks about it, <laughs> which is fine because I yeah. love to be proven wrong. And I love that Chris Clenshaw has gone, you know what, Alex? Bugger mm. off with your thoughts yeah. because you know what? This Christmas is going to be spec. And I really believe I it, it will, will be. I, I think it will. I, I, and, and as you say, it, it's really lit up the conversations about EastEnders. This is the fact, I know they've, there's been a few stories that's kind of dragged a few people into kind of watching it and then kind of putting out of it. This is one of those where if done right, it's dragged people in and it should yeah. build up momentum now to Christmas. Mm. And it should, you should really, and I'm thinking, I, and I really do feel from what I've heard conversations with people saying about the state of Coronation Street at the moment, um, yeah. and the state of Emmerdale at the moment, I think this is just the key opportunity to mm-hmm. just pull in people. People yeah. want, people have a thirst for a decent step. They really do. Yeah. And if you can say, you know what? We do it. That's we us. do it well. Yeah. Without, with, exactly. Without kind of bending the rules of what you expect 
from EastEnders because Chris Glenshaw had a really interesting quote this week, um, which we put on our Twitter at Wolford Weekly. Um, and it, he basically said that, like, yeah. when this idea was pitched to us, when this idea was kind of given me, given to me, mm. I thought, right, yeah, but how can we do it so it fits within the framework of what you expect and see from the soap of EastEnders? That's why we and love it. That's why we love it. And exactly, and Clement has knocked it again through, through, through uh, from the uh, from the park, out the park, and he's done he's done a really, you know, <laughs> spectacular... right through the park. <laughs> Through the park, the park, and it's just—it's just like it's just wonderful to see it being played out like this. Yeah, um, I mean, it and was... yeah, I mean, theories are got a galore. There's so many. I mean, throwing out. okay, so let's talk about that last scene and what we've actually got because I mean, no soap. I'm t I will say this till the day I die: no soap does the Who Done It mystery better than EastEnders because they—they're kind of known for it. Like, no, all the other soaps try it, but EastEnders are the ones that have done the most famous kind of soap Who Done It in the UK. You know, mm. so. Right from the start, we know what that we need to now start paying attention to everything. Okay, so that last yes. scene, let's discuss it. So you've got Sharon in a wedding dress for a start. Yes, on Christmas <laughs> Day. Now we know that Cat and mm. Phil are getting apparently getting married to Chris on Christmas Day because Cat. There was a scene where Cat and Phil were because of the things going on with Stacey and Ryan. Well, because of everything that was going on with Stacey and Ryan, stay. Um, they thought that you know if they got married on Christmas Day, it would keep Lily around. So that means that Lily can't go to Ryan's on Christmas Day. It was a very forward-thinking planning on Cat's part. Uh, and Cat turns around to Phil and goes, "Can we move it to Christmas Day?" And Phil literally went. Yeah, right. If you like. Yeah, whatever. As long as it happens, I don't care. Yeah, fine. So we, that's supposed to be happening. Sharon is apparently the one getting married on Christmas Day. So who is she marrying? Interesting points now. When she went into the loo with Keanu, she pushed him into the cubicle and the camera zoomed in on the lock and it said engaged. Now, obviously, that's because they were locking the door <laughs> so that nobody could come in. But is she uh... going to get engaged to Keanu? Oh, what, and began a, marriage, a wedding on Christmas Day? Mm, maybe. So does that mean it might be oh, Keanu suppose, on the yeah. floor? I mean, you know? again, that's, that's clearly not out of the realms of possibility. Yeah, that's a, you know... I mean, also... Keanu had a great week. I mean, <laughs> he did. He did a lot. Um, yeah, no, that's interesting, isn't it? See, Keanu... But then why would Keanu be... What would have Keanu have done? Or what would have caused Keanu to then have to be because from the way from the way it was being put across, it felt to me that that the women, if not all of them, some of them had in one way or another been attacked or were mm. in the process of yeah. being attacked by yeah. this person. It wasn't that they were defenseless. It wasn't like Archie when he was picking up the snow globe and then he got yeah, attacked yeah, from yeah. behind with the Queen Vic bus. It feels like it was a direct eye to eye. Mm smack the yeah. head possibly yeah. with a champagne bottle we saw denise holding which has been yes. smashed but you know that could have been just been part of it it could have been bottle and then maybe a knife a, a stabbing a knife maybe could be. i don't know sharon, it feels sharon, to me that it's definitely attacking rather than yes. than a uh you know it's a defenseless attack i mean were. there is there are injuries sort of scattered around the scene so sharon's mm. got a blood stain on the top of it on, on on her front so there's blood on Sharon. Stacy has blood on her hands while standing in the Vic. Mm. Not the first time that's ever happened, as well we know. Um, Kathy's, mm. Kathy's dress was torn and Linda had a cut lip. Now, there was also a moment in that flash forward where Kathy and Suki are in frame together and Kathy kind of stares at Suki for some reason. And it looks a little bit more yes. than, oh, my God, look what's happened. It seems something else was going on there, something significant, like a significant look at between Kathy and Suki, did you not think? 
Yeah, again, we, this is something we kind of, um, this is something Ben actually kind of threw out on our Twitter. Um, he suggested that perhaps Suki walked in on it. And so Suki maybe wasn't privy, like wasn't part of it, but walked in on it. So is now part of it, which kind of would then take, take away the prospect, prospect mm. of it being niche, uh, perhaps. Um, Mm, I don't know. I don't Again, know. It's, it's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, we're not supposed to, let's be honest, we're not supposed to have any idea what's going on. This no, we're, we're it. not. But the fact the fact has been filmed in such a way that there is so many different scopes mm. you can take this, so many different angles. So it's exciting. Just, that's, that's another, it's just another yeah. way it's just been done so nicely. Also, there's a suit of armour. What the hell is a suit of armour <laughs> doing? What, that's the biggest mystery of all to me at the moment. Like, Why the hell is there a suit of armour? And it's standing behind Stacey. Now, in his little interview, Clenners has said that Linda receives a knight in shining armour this week in regards to Vic, hence her mystery phone call. We don't know who that is. Um, so oh, yes. Is that... So that maybe... Is, <laughs> yeah, is, is, is he, has he, has he done that connection? <laughs> yeah, as he, just standing there like, oh, I'll save the day. So, is, you know, <laughs> is that connected to it in some way? It's just brilliant. I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. Because there's just, mm. so, like you say, there's so many different directions to go off in. Um, I mean, the guy on the floor, let's, any theories about who, if you had to say who you think that is on the floor right now, who would you say? Well, before I, before I give a kind of like an idea of who I think it, it could be, to be fair though, I think it could be one of a few people, but then I think yeah. that's just a weedy way out. There yes. was an interview, wasn't there, with Kerry Bright and she said that um, they recorded that twice. One with Sharon yes. saying he's dead, one with Sharon um, saying she's, she's dead. dead. Yes. Broadcast the one where she said he's dead. Yeah. That's the one thing that I now in, in, in retrospect wish that they hadn't done. I wish they said they're dead because then it would have left it up in the air for it could have been a he or a she. Cause I, and, and then, and then well, I would have then thrown the idea on the, on the table that it possibly could be Eve. And I don't know why, but I feel, but and of course it's not now, but um, it, it, it just felt like the Eve would have been, I, if if I had time to think about it a bit more, I feel like Eve would have been an interesting someone to die. Not that I would I, want them to die, but I don't, it would be an interesting one. I don't know. I mean, I the other thing, is, of course, is that this body is wearing cufflinks. Now, the cufflinks seemed important. <laughs> yeah. Well, well the, 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 it does feel important, but I can guarantee that by the, the beginning of December, oh, that, yeah. um, Billy will have a market store selling knockoff cuff cufflinks. It's going to be single. It's going to be yeah, it's gonna every be single man version. and their father will be buying them. <laughs> it's going to be the store version of that seat of, of when they of when the in the Lucy scene when someone was like when Emma was ringing somebody and then you're just standing around. There's a phone ringing in there somewhere, but we don't know where the phone call's coming from. It's going to be that sort of thing, yeah. which I love. Um, I mean, obviously, there's a there's a there's a photo kicking around. I think you might have retweeted it that Phil is wearing cufflinks at some point. And now Phil does wear a lot of cufflinks, but I don't think this is Phil on the ground. Sharon would be in a much more devastation if it was it, Phil. I think so. I would. I mean, be I know you'd love it. To, I know you'd love I, it to be Phil. It's not going to be Phil. Well, funny enough, I, I I would be super impressed if Phil is the one who died. I don't. <clears> I agree with you. I don't think it will be Phil. And in a weird way, I don't want it to be Phil because I love my storyline. Phil's ex so much more. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but, yes. But 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 I would be super impressed if it was Phil. But um, the interesting part for me isn't so much who's on the floor. Possibly, well, they must be dead because they say he's dead. He's she's dead. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, for me, unless boxing day. Oh, those... sorry. I, sorry, I don't know what happened there. I fell asleep. Well, I do apologize. I don't think Alfie fell to the bottom of the stairs and everyone thought he was dead. And then next minute he was up yeah. and gone somewhere. But um, for the interesting thing for me is who is it who did it? 
Is it one of the six that we see in that circle? Well, or is there a mysterious seventh person we saw off camera? Possibly, 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 possibly. I mean, it's the sort of twist that they throw in. Um, for what it's worth, mm. I my feeling at the moment, if I had to say who it is, as in or who's on the floor, I've got a feeling, and it might be Rocky, and I don't know why, but my, purely because <laughs> we know the stories that's going on with everybody else involved in that group at the moment. We know that there's something going on with Rocky in the background, but at, at this point, that's the story that has been paid the least attention to at this stage. And Kathy is within this group for a reason. At the, at the minute, Kathy mm. is just kind of there from by circumstance, whereas you can imagine everybody else having a reason to be there on Christmas Day. Whereas Kathy, it's like, why are you there? Why, what, what's going on there? So it makes me think that Kathy is going to be sort of the key component going forwards and that this story with her and Rocky and this apparent misses that he's got somewhere else and their wedding is all... Because again, Kathy and Rocky are supposed to be getting married this year as well. So then yeah, there's that also yeah. well, going She mentioned it again. She said, oh, it's nice yeah. that you've got a set date. Rocky won't even bother. Yeah, yeah more so, than what yeah, I've got. Good people. Yeah. But what, what, what Rocky did... See, this, us but talking I, about there being an attack... How we don't I want them to kind of rewrite Rocky because I can't imagine Rocky being. I know, yeah, I know he's a cotton, but I just don't. I don't see him being violent. Oh, and dark Rocky. I yeah, I know. I know. Dark Rocky. Dark Rocky. But, but Keanu, I couldn't see being violent. See, this is the thing. I can't see any of the current male cast. Well, I genuinely can't see anyone being that like in that kind of. Yeah, attacking them. Right? Although I tell you who you can see attacking somebody else is one of the women in that group. You know, there's no reason why Linda might not have a cutlet because I don't know Suki's punched her or while they've been having a row. Someone slapped yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. So all, all of those, themselves. you know, Stacy's there for Christ's sake. Stacy's very violent when she wants to be. You know, all of them have the potential to kind of you know get into a fight so i wouldn't be surprised if there's an injury in there somewhere that's in relation to one of the women having a scrap mm. or something so that's that there's that possibility there as well um i just love it though because we're at that really nice early stage of like mystery where it's kind of like it could be anything we're desperately kind of grasping at clues as to what might be going on and we're probably all completely wrong at this stage because there's stuff that yeah <laughs> that we hasn't even been aired yet you know they're not going to have started answering questions yet you know we've got so much we've got 10 months of this to come it's so exciting that's how mm. four that's how much four planning is going on at the moment we are 10 months into the future and the right oh, yeah exactly where another we're going. another welcome, a welcome oh, i love it thing I love they're it, bringing I love back it, I love into they're actually looking to the future and looking and seeing saying mm. like right, we've got a story this is how we're going to do it this is the beginning the middle and the end and i've got real confidence and trust that they're that's exactly, yeah, so have I. exactly what they're planning and forward after christmas yes. day you're, you're gonna have the aftermath of whatever's gone on as well because if somebody is dead mm. and all the, presumably it seems like maybe these six women will keep this secret so they've got the after story of this to come which probably the way that these soap stories work will kick off a new story in itself so they've planned themselves like well for i, I imagine they probably have mm. a good idea where we're going for christmas 2024 as well it's just oh i love it i love it i love it oh, i gosh. love it and i'm very excited what about <laughs> what about february 2025 well indeed <laughs> indeed 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 and then what because that's something else I would, have, I would have loved I, in a weird way in a weird mm. way but then this would have been a heck of a commitment um, yeah, imagine right. if they flash forward to February 2025 I'd just that be would like have been interesting. Michael Jordan just hit the ground yeah. having a gun yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that would have been Chris Clenshaw saying like yep I'm staying I'm staying for the 40th oh, get ready been, for Clenshaw's anniversary action I'd have cried into my into my cushion if that had happened I'd have been so happy um, but we've but we've got what we've got and what we've got I love so yes. let yes. us know Very in the comment section below Throw all your theories down there, soap detective fans. Let us know what you think is going on. Um, there was one other clue this week. The next 
episode when Stacy received all the wedding dresses from Mo. Apparently, Mo was sent. Oh yeah. Mo, <laughs> um, well, one of the dresses she pulled out was the dress that Sharon is wearing in the aftermath. In, mm. on the, in the flash forward now also what was interesting about that you know in the trailer when they were all in their outfits that they were wearing on christmas day i thought it was really a little clever little twist on it that sharon in the trailer was in a white suit everybody else was in the outfit that they wear that they're wearing on that christmas day but sharon was in a white suit and then obviously is in the christmas day uh flash forward. she's in her wedding dress so they kind of wanted to keep that little bit secret so put sharon in a different mm. outfit for the trailer which i liked that was that was quite clever but yeah, yeah let us the, know in the, they've They've released that really cool trailer as well, Saturday's music video, a lot of people likened it to, where they're yeah. all kind of wearing the different colour dresses. They did look like Cluedo pieces. I must admit, when they someone do, said yeah. like that, they've clearly, they've clearly yeah, been Probably through. as well. But I don't know, I thought, yeah, fine, yeah. It's, it's yeah. just nice to see these kind of promos and these yeah. photo shoots, because you don't see them very much. All we need now... All we need now, if I'm going to be super picky, is they need to do a cast photo outside the Vic for 2023. Because they used to do them every couple of years, and they haven't done them in such a long time. A nice big cast photo with them all sat there, looking, smiling up at the camera. And and talking to promo promo pictures, and I'm genuinely serious when I say this, I want that picture of the six women in their dresses and all like smoke coming up for them. I want that on a canvas on my wall. Genuinely, <laughs> if anybody has any idea how to make that happen, please let me know because I want that on my wall because it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Lovely. So there we are then. So <laughs> yeah, carry on. But, but we've, 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 well, no, I was going to say, we've, we've talked about this for half an hour and I think we've got a couple of other things we need to talk about uh, this week as well. Uh, yeah. So, um, but as Rob has said a couple of times, do get in touch with us, comment below, get in touch with us, let us know what you think of any more theories of what's up and coming. Anyway, so moving on is the next story and it's uh, Suki Evenish. One thing that came out then of Monday's episode was Suki and Nish's relationship, which we've touched on uh, the fact that Nish is basically undermining her authority, uh, making her feel like she's second rate in their relationship, that she has no, con- she's losing control. A bit of gaslighting is probably going on as well. Yeah. Um, and Eve is kind of like sitting back and watching this all happen. Um, and I don't think in a malicious way, but kind of kind of in indicating that you know you've made that bed now so you're gonna have to lie in it and there's not much i can really do about it anymore although it is hurting eve i'm not being unfair by saying that you know i think it is it's killing eve inside but she doesn't really know what to do. <laughs> uh, um yes it's uh, <laughs> um yeah i mean it's, it's it's i know it's 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 difficult to watch for eve i think um she's i think all she can really do at the moment is sort of wander in to suki's life now and again and be like yep yeah, well told you so and they kind of wander out again because suki is just kind of just closing her off and just not letting anybody in like I said earlier, I think Stacey's the only one at the moment now that is kind of maybe chipped a little bit away at Suki and, and given her mm. a sort of an outlook. So I don't think she can go and talk to Eve about it at the moment because she's battling all these internal feelings, you know, especially since Eve last week told her that she loved her. So she's battling with all this all this nonsense in her head. Um, and, and yeah, Nishi's just kind of getting more and more nasty with her now as well. This kind of coercive story, control storyline is really starting to kind of pick up pace now. Although it's not, it doesn't, it's not coming across as like a, a massively domestic abusey type storyline as in, in terms of the fact that we're dealing with this issue now. It just seems to be a kind of factor in their relationship amongst everything else that's going on with Suki. So it, it's interesting the way mm. this is all playing out. Um, I mean, it was interesting that you kind of suspected that, it, you know, this is not all going to go well for Eve in the long run. 
So, I mean, where does she get out of this? Apart from if that is Nish on the floor on Christmas Day. But how else can she kind of get out of this at the moment? Because it seems that Nish is the obvious suspect at the moment. If everybody was to say who is going to be on the floor on Christmas Day, a lot of people would say well, it's got to be Nish shortly. But if it's not, how does she get out of it? Well, this is it, isn't it? I mean, how, what, how, when, or how does Eve step in? You know, because mm. at the moment, also Eve has that uh, that um, professional relationship with Nish as well, where oh, yeah. she's, and we know we we know for a fact that like money is very tight in the Slater household right now too. So you know that that it's quite welcome to get that money from the Panasars, where Eve is doing that uh, yeah. legal work for him. So I mean, you know, where, where you know, where, where does the line get drawn? Where, what at what point does Eve say, you know, what what you're doing now is too far? And she actually says something to Nish. She she has hinted at Nish on a couple of occasions that she doesn't kind of like the way that he treats. Mm. Suki, but then he's kind of then thrown it back by kind of giving her things to like almost treat Suki with the, the disrespect as well, like that paperwork yeah. that she got Suki to sign, and yeah. she did it. Um, I, obviously not before Suki then kind of was a bit insulting and rude to yeah. her as well. It's it's tricky because obviously Suki is this very hardened woman; she's had to be, um, mm. and so she's a very difficult person to kind of get inside and kind of relate to and so a lot of people on the square don't want to karen being an example this week karen accidentally walked out of the shop with the bacon suki i don't think suki actually outright accused her to, to begin with but then because that karen got quite argumentative about it suki then mm. her her front came up and then that's what then caused uh them to have that big argument and uh karen to get very upset and say, oh, I never shop at the Minute Mart again, which, to be fair, I don't think it was that much of a loss. And also, I think that Nish felt, felt like that Karen had more of an influence on the community than she actually has. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, at the end of the day, I don't think she's going to... She doesn't own Asda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like a campaign against, like, all, like, big supermarket chains, yeah. like, you know, the low-cost down the road, you know. Yeah. It's one little shop on the, you know, on next to the laundrette that you know, sells her ciggies. I'm sure if Karen ran out, she's going to buy her ciggies from the Minute Mart in one way or another. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So, um, but I think, again, it was a power play by Nish. Um, and it, I think it's just, as I say, I don't think Nish is enjoying, uh, Eve is enjoying watching this play out. No. But at the same time, she's tried and tried and tried and tried. And every time she's had her, 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 olive branch thrown back at her and just doesn't want mm. to kind of accept it by by Suki. But you can see that Suki is slowly crumbling, as you say, and it's something that Stacey noticed as well. Um, well, there was an interesting, like I sort of said earlier, with that interesting conversation between her and Stacey, um, I thought it was quite interesting that Suki said that, you know, once Nish got sent to prison, she didn't think about sex for 20 years. The, the writers are now <laughs> moving, on from, moving on from the Peter Beale stuff, which I think is probably wise. Um, for the best. Uh, for the best. Yeah, for the best for all of us. Um, yeah, I think it's just it's it's going to kind of trickle along for the rest of the year. Obviously, I think Suki is going to be a key component in whatever happens over the re over the next ten months. Obviously, they've got uh, their wedding blessing coming up soon as well, so they're sort of re yes. So that another wedding, be, yeah, another <laughs> wedding. So it, yeah, so holy matrimony in Walford is uh, something entirely different. Imagine, imagine if that flashback was literally every one of those women in a wedding dress. <laughs> Whose wedding? That's the mystery. I mean, to, yeah, to be fair, I mean, I wouldn't put it past Stacey to manage to get herself engaged by the end of the year as well. It's, you know. No. Um, I wouldn't so, put past yeah. Phil Mitchell having five brides also. I no. think it wouldn't be surprising for me at all. Like Henry VIII. <laughs> I want all the women, yeah, I want all the women of Wolford to be in my underwear. Uh, yeah. 
So, yeah, that's ticking along on nicely. Um, and, yeah, we'll just kind of have to wait and see what happens next. But, yeah, it's it's getting tricky for Eve now, I think. And I'm waiting, I think, now for the moment where Eve will snap. I think Eve will snap before Suki does, mm. and we'll kind of just have a massive go at Nish about something. Uh, and then it's going to really start causing chaos between them because she is now yeah. the only way that Suki can get out, essentially. As much as Suki is kind of pushing her away, I think Suki also knows that that's my only outlet to happiness at the moment. And I don't know how to, I don't know. I don't, I can't think of any alternative paths. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens next. Hmm. If, it, if we, because there was obviously, I said that, like, what if there's a, uh, a sixth, per, a set, sorry, a seventh person behind like the camera of the, who mm. murdered the person? Um, could that be Eve who murdered? And it isn't it, Niche. Yeah, you know, that's, you see, this is, there's so many, so, so many much. possibilities. So much. so much to do. But yeah, so that's, that's kind of, carrying along and um mm. i mean it's it's very sad i mean I, we'll talk about denise uh and ravi in a few moments um, yeah uh, but, but obviously th that's it could be ravi but obviously that suki's noticed something between them two as well so that's something else we yes. need to talk about when we talk about them too but before any of that the next story is the rekindling of shianu yes <laughs> it's back yay at the top of the week, as we know, Sharon and Keanu had sex in the <laughs> cubicle of the Vic. Um, but then that relationship broke down because Keanu got the job um, uh, at uh, Peggy's. But yes. um, Sam decided to leave as the voicemail. Oh, but we won't be getting up to any of those shenanigans <laughs> again. Um, which then caused Sharon to be a bit like, oh, well, you're mm. there. Which I felt was a bit unfair because it had been a year and like things, you know, a lot of water had passed. Yeah, I mean, the hypocrisy of Sharon at the moment is a little bit kind of difficult mm. to chew on because basically <laughs> she is, bearing in mind how her and Keanu kind of began via an affair, you can't yes. really have a go at Keanu for going to have sex with someone while he was single a year ago. I mean, come on, Sharon, now. Come on, love. Honestly. Honestly. But we are being led to believe now that Keanu is head over heels in love for Sharon, apparently, um, despite the fact that if Sharon... To, like tells him to leave the house and he's quite happily to go off and go and have sex with somebody else as he does this week with Chelsea now I have to say the Chelsea and Keanu thing kind of came out of nowhere didn't it because it seemed like they were building up to her and to him and Sam starting off again which would have made sense but out of nowhere Chelsea's decided that she's going to get her claws into him and now they've started yeah. having this little fling and by the end of the week it's implied that they're going to continue said fling because Sharon um once she finds out about Chelsea gets all upset and basically says once yes. again, because I mean, they, they were together and apart and together and apart, basically like Sharon's legs this week, weren't they? Just just all, all going around all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sharon's like a teenage girl again, isn't she? She is. She's having this Brings it out with of her. Keanu. I mean, Keanu had a great week. Keanu's, Keanu's Keanu had a lovely week. Like, Keanu, he, there wasn't Keanu a moment the, when he wasn't. I know. Keanu had the week it. of his life this week. Um, and yeah, so him and Chelsea are now sort of on the on the agenda. I mean, where is this going exactly? Because obviously, technically, both of them are now single. So it's not like there's an affair going on. So the whole Shianu mm -hmm. sort of naughty affair storyline is kind of a thing of the past, and they're now like a they could now be like a genuine couple. Um, but do you can you see a future for them? Is this going to work? Do you think? I could when 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 Keanu first returned and he had you know he he made a beeline to Sharon and wanting to have a life with LB. I kind of could see it then, but now I can't because I feel like that it's kind of like Sharon's and Keanu have kind of ruined it now between them. And yeah. there's, there's always going to be a suspicion 
between them about like who's doing what with when and where now you know it's like it's just mm. it's just it just doesn't feel like it, it matches up anymore so i feel like they should just kind of just burn their bridges and run to be honest with you and i don't mind the relationship with chelsea and Kian, but chelsea clearly doesn't want a relationship she just wants to have fun, a bit of fun which kind yeah. of yeah which is kind of kind of come from i guess the back of ravi rejecting her i guess because mm. so maybe she feels a bit like you know i tried I maybe tried to kind of be wooed, but I don't really want that anymore. I just want to kind of just be because she also said like I've had enough of marriages yeah, <laughs> this week which, when she was talking about her and Greg. You can't blame her for that, really, can you? No. Um, so no, uh, we'll kind of see where this is going. But again, it, you know, it's Sharon's within the six, so it, it is possibly that Keanu could be the one that's on the ground on the Christmas Day. We don't know. Yeah, it's a component. The fact that you know Sharon's wedding dress apparently turned up this 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 week as well that she's going to be wearing mm. on christmas day again you know it's there's all it's all do you think she's going to marry keanu because i, I mean... think i genuinely think that it's going to be uh but then after this week when pat and sharon had that lovely scene when karen yelled at sharon in the vic saying oh yeah. you ruined our lives and then Karen over to her and uh, to sharon and kind of sympathized with her so i don't think i don't think sharon would do the dirty on cat but she has kissed Phil on would. what was meant to be their wedding day. Exactly. So, yeah, so of, you, course you would. Just, oh, of course she would. Oh, for the sisterhood. I know. No. I know. Cat wasn't part of the sisterhood, but it's They're like building. No. They are building Pat. They are building Sharon and Cat up to be the new Pat and Peggy, effectively, aren't they? they yeah. They're, they're, they're yeah, trying to kind of right. make that. They're trying to make those parallels. So of course Sharon would do that. Mm. Of course she would, because at the end of the day. If Phil was to click his fingers, Sharon would go running, you know, and as much as she oh, chooses yeah. to deny it, of course she would. So it, there is every single possibility. No love like a Mitchell love. Exactly. So there is every the famous possibility. famous word she told Canna. <laughs> yeah. So there is every possibility that um, something is, because I cannot see Cat and Phil still being together on Christmas Day. We've 10 months time. I, I can't see it myself. I'm so I'm surprised I'm... they've lasted this long. Quite exactly. And exactly. I, and, and it cracks me up. It cracks me up. Like kind of like you see the the uh, power play between Nish and Suki, and then you see almost the mirror mm. opposite where it's Cat and Phil, where Cat's literally telling Phil what to invest in and what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. And I did and... love bored Phil this week as well when he was like sharpening pens and seeing if they worked. <laughs> uh, sorry, sharpening yeah. pencils and seeing if pens yeah. worked in a, in, a, in a pot of uh, stationery. He like yeah. he, was, he was clearly very bored. Very His bored. chicken shops obviously took a lot of work. I they, they kept him busy all day long apparently because now yeah, you say all you can do is sharpen pencils now. So I I don't know. I think the Sharon and I think the cat and Phil thing might have something to do with over the next ten months. But I don't know. Again, we will see what happens. Put your comments mm. in theories in the boxes below. We talked about it earlier then. So Suki has noticed that there is a little bit of tension between Denise and Ravi. She's kind of like mm. told Ravi to kind of sort it out because we don't need that oh, yeah. uh, exposure on the square. Uh, with Hannah's our family and their empire growing and blah, 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 and mm -hmm. be part of the family. Um, uh, and so Ravi's solution to this was to uh, get a hotel room, give Denise mm. the key and say, Come on over. We'll 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 shag it out of ourselves, and then we'll never want to see each other again. And then you can go back to Jack. I'll go back to my own life, and everything will be hunky dory, lovely, and we'll be fine. And Denise yeah. kind of was onto this idea. I think Denise was like, "Yeah, actually, that sounds fine. We, that I seems think... fine. I've seen his chest. Uh, yeah, hot. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, if this week gave us nothing, it was it was a lot of ravi chest stuff, and I wasn't disappointed. Ravi, um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do need to discuss Ravi, I think, because 
Is there, do you think, a bit of a dark segment to this story with Ravi? Because I've seen a lot of uh, kind of opinions online about this story that Ravi is... Ravi hasn't been everyone's cup of tea with this story. Now, the way I've been seeing it is that I can sort of see Ravi is sort of taking advantage of the fact that Denise is sort of tottering over her marriage a little bit at the moment. And she can tell mm. that he's... He can tell that she's bored and he's sort of taking advantage of that. But I think some people are seeing a slightly more darker side to this and that saying that he's kind of kind of been really forceful on her and harassing her. And I mean, do you see any of that side of things with Ravi at the moment? I get that. I do. I must say, I do get that. And it's weird because he kind of, he, he pushes her and pushes her and pushes her. And then when she gets to the edge, he mm. then kind of says, oh, no, 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 I'll do this properly. And, and then kind mm. of steps back. And then, but then he can then pushes her more and more and more. Mm. Uh, I don't think he's offering anything to something that Denise doesn't want. This so I think thing. it's unfair to say he kind of forced it on Denise. I don't, yeah. not that the people are saying that, but I don't think like, like he's pushed this onto Denise. Yes. It all started with him after they had that night out and they kind of were talking about their problems, mm. him talking about like him being a single father and her talking about having to deal with Jack's kids and so on. I've, you know, I, I, and then he tried to kiss her. I, yeah. I guess that he initiated it. And then he's kind of like, taken it and ran with it a bit more than what Denise has. Yeah. I don't think, you know, Denise, Denise, Denise isn't someone who would not, you know, would, would follow along for no reason. So I feel like mm. she's, she's as part of it as, as much as Ravi is. I have to be, yeah. be honest with you. And I think some of the things she said this, you know, on the Wednesday and Thursday episode to Jack, when she was about to sneak off to the hotel room, Jack found the key card after a very, very tense five oh, minutes, which I really enjoyed as well. That's, yeah, that was great. really fun watching her yeah, yeah, yeah. walking around the house trying to mm. find that key card. Not word spoken, just just that music from uh, Amy's yeah. room coming out. Thank and, you, Mr. Um, Ashdown. Yeah, yes, yeah yes, a yes. very, very lovely scene. Um, and, you know, when Jack kind of like, yes, Jack can be very brash, very forward, and it's like, oh, you've got a hotel room, we're going to off to see someone who loves the sex. Um, you know, Denise kind of went, well, fine then. I'll come home. I'll make the dinner, shall I? Shall I wash your socks for you, Mr. Mr. Branning? And then thought Denise being a little bit kind of snidey and a little bit kind of like, because mm. obviously Jack's in a, in a bit of a tricky situation. Yeah. And Denise has just so happened to, you know, to find herself in that situation too. Mm. But instead of kind of like being supportive, I feel like Denise is kind of taking an easy way out and looking after number one, which is herself. Which isn't a bad thing, but the same thing I think is, you know, to then put blame onto Ravi would feel a bit unfair. I yeah, I agree. At me, everyone, tell me how wrong I am. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, isn't he getting brave now? He's finishing his podcast. Doesn't he get brave? Um, I think it's really. I think the way that they told this story this week was really interesting because this didn't actually feel like you stand where we thought it was going to be. Was kind of like. Denise is going to go to the hotel and she's going to have sex with Ravi and then this official affair storyline will begin. But actually what we got this week was sort of kind of, especially on um, Wednesday's episode, was sort of just basically going into Denise's head and sort of watching her kind of feeling guilty because the lies started when she was saying to people, oh no, I'm off to see Libby, for, you know, and, and seeing kind of like the yeah. journey that she was taking to get to the point where she was actually building herself up to go and do this thing that she wasn't sure whether she wanted to do or not, and sort of trying to battle with temptation. And that's the thing with this, is that Denise is definitely tempted. You know, there's it's not like Ravi is forcing her into this at all. Yes, I can see a perspective where he is playing mind games with her a little bit, and sort of kind of taking advantage of the situation but Denise is tempted and Denise did want to go there she did not have to go to the hotel 
and Ravi at one point, one, even when they were in the hotel room, said, we don't have to do anything if you don't want to. You know, we'll do this completely at your speed. Now, obviously, he was, wasn't expecting her to go, well, actually, no, I don't want to do this, and then walking out again. Yeah. That wasn't part of <laughs> Ravi's plan. Um, but there was a moment right at the end of the week where Ravi was sort of standing outside their house. And it made me wonder, is, are we going to get into a little bit of a sort of stalkery type storyline with it or something? Do, uh, do you know what I mean? There was there those kind yeah, of undertones yeah. of it going a little bit darker in the future. Or like do you he's think... becoming a bit obsessed with Nisa. Yeah. It's like, it, yeah. It, not, not that it's like, it's, it's a, a, a goal to get in bed with Denise, but like he's just yeah. obsessed with the idea of Denise. Yes. Yeah. The idea of, of having Denise with him. Exactly. Because we can't forget that Ravi is a dark character. We met him when he was in prison and we've seen him kill somebody. Mm. And he, we've watched him quite easily uh, kind of keep everything, keep his little, his lies going and everything kind of like that. So there is that side to Ravi that it's important not to forget about. And there is that side to Ravi that could very well mean that he's the one that's on the floor on Christmas day. So mm. I think there's a, there is a darkness there with Ravi, and I wonder if they are going in that direction with it. But what we got this week, I loved. I have to say. Oh <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed. I, so no, cool. I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed all of the scenes. Like I said, I really, really liked the scene where Denise was uh, having to start making lies you know to her own mm. daughter saying that she's yeah. going to see libby um she, she was getting herself caught up with that and then when jack found the key card uh she then had to say oh well i, I wanted i wanted some time to myself i wanted to go to a spa i wanted to look after myself and jack jack the detect you always forget jack's a detective oh, uh jack um <laughs> Jack, Jack then dict, uh, kind of worked out that well, yeah, but you're wearing a really nice dress. So you're clearly off to see someone really nice. Yeah. Jack, I must say, was then kind of being a bit. I, I, you know, earlier I said, you know, Denise was being a bit mean by saying, hey, "Oh, right, fine, I'll stay at home and be a mum." But then, you know, and then yeah, and then then Jack was like, "No, no, 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 don't let me ruin your night. You know, you go off and do what you want to do, and I'll look after the kid. You go, yeah, I'll look after my we, own." And then kids. Denise. Yeah, and then Denise. Yeah, and then Denise. Um, just tell me what they want from the burger shop. Um, and then <laughs> Denise. Um, <laughs> and then when Denise, um, Denise almost wanted Jack to give her an out. Do you know what I mean? Denise, yeah. Denise kind of begged, almost begged him to say, like, you know, I can stay if you want me to. Oh, the calendar's fallen off the wall. Everyone, <laughs> anyone who's not watching the podcast, <sighs> you know, Denise was begging him to, you know, give him a, give her an opportunity to stay. But Jack mm. wasn't letting her. And I don't know. And I would say it's because Jack was a progressive man and he realised that, we, you know, that she does have needs and she wants to kind of have some time to herself, kind of relax, unwind, have some treatments. Mm. Um, but I don't think it's that. I think Jack was just kind of like cutting his nose off to spite his face. Yeah. Um, and so he kind of let Denise go. Yeah. But it also raises the question of the reason Denise stopped and Ravi from sleeping together. Was it because she didn't want it or was it because she thought it was the right thing to do and yeah, if it, just... she thought it was the right thing to do then perhaps that was the wrong reasons because mm. then that still will have yeah. that rift between her and jack yeah i mean that that was what was interesting about the way that they told it this week was because normally you know so easily in soaps people have affairs and we don't we never seem to delve into sort of the guilt that, that can bring and sort of the the, the moment where denise is kind of looking at herself in the mirror and thinking there is a reason why I'm sitting in this hotel. What has brought me to this moment? You know, why am I here and what is the future going to bring if I do this? So it was a really sort of interesting, almost psychological study of what a woman in that situation does. Um, 
And I, I mean, I don't know quite what she was planning on doing because at one point when her and Jack were talking, she was like, well, come with me then. Come with me. I don't know what she would have done and Jack had gone, yeah, that's a great she idea. Was, she was bluffing. She was double yeah. bluffing. She yeah, was, like, uh, that she was playing the game there. <laughs> yeah, she was gaslighting was... Jack then. Yeah. <laughs> that relationship so, I between mean, them yeah, I mean, what cannot be denied is that Denise is not happy in her marriage at the moment and their marriage is on rocky no. ground. And I don't think Jack realises quite how rocky ground his marriage is on. Um, so mm. this is by far not over. Even though Denise has said to Ravi, no, I don't want this. I'm never going to want this. Go away, leave me alone. You do get the feeling that sh- there is still that kind of segment of her that is wondering, yeah, but what if? The what if, I think, is going to be pushing Denise forward with this. Um, again, it mm. seems like it's going to be quite a big few months for Denise, which is great because it's been a while since Denise has had a big story. Um, but yeah, this is all very interesting. But I think we need to be keeping an eye on Ravi. I feel like there is a darkness to that side of the story that's going to start coming out soon. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, t- t- as I say, it, I, I th- as you say, when Ravi was stood outside the house and you could see he was kind of like looking on, it did. Mm-hmm. It was a bit... It was a bit concerning. Like, mm. what? How far will Ravi go? And also, we mustn't forget that there's still that uh, sideline story where Jack knows that Ravi's talking exactly. to the big wigs yeah. and up to no good. Because the, the also <laughs> the main man. Um, because also he went to detective training. We didn't know Jack. <laughs> detective school. <laughs> He went somewhere, didn't he? He went off for some training for two weeks. Yeah, like, he went off. He went off to police. He went off to police. But he went off to policeman school to learn how to be a policeman. It was all very good. Um, yeah, and I then couldn't know. be asked to stay. And it was like, no, I'm not doing this. And they just came home again. Um, well, so... Amy messaged him, didn't she? Because she, because Amy that morning, <laughs> into yeah, yeah, yeah. basically, Denise isn't taking care of me, and I don't like it very much. And she's not paying yeah. me full attention. And Jack's like, yeah. well, then I better come home. Then, I like. uh, but again, this. Jack didn't come home. Jack didn't come home for Denise. He came home for his kids. Yeah. Which, like, again, of whose side are you on with this? It's, Denise yeah, is kind it's of tricky. Like, Who's the priority here? Is it the kids or is it me? Because yeah. Denise is having to put the kids forward first as well. But Denise has needs. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very it's complicated complex. situation. It's oh, late no, and it's complex. No late and day. Oh. No, because you can sort of see the bad side and from both sides, like you say. Like At the end of the day, they are Jack's kids and they are going to be his priority. But it's not mm. as though Denise has been like a bad mother to these kids either. You know, it's not like she's kind of you know, mistreating them or, or anything. Um, uh, but all she's wanting, I think, is a little bit more attention from Jack. But at the same time, you know, maybe it's time for her to sort of just step back a bit and say, actually, no, your kids need your full attention right now because your kids are a bit crazy at the moment. So I, yeah. it's, 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 I mean, they're, they're st- they're, their lives are a bit crazy at the moment. I mean, so it's, yeah, it's really interesting. I'm kind of intrigued to see where this goes. It's given more layers to an affair storyline than I would have expected, which is good. So yeah, yeah. well, we it's... we just thought it was going to be Denise and a love triangle yeah. between her daughter and us. Big old Sophie <laughs> affair story. It's all going on now. You know, yeah. Jack's involved. Callum's involved. God knows how Callum got involved, but he's now involved. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't imagine. I don't imagine Ravi's going to lose much sleep over Callum's involvement. <laughs> but we'll see. No, we'll see. No. Maybe Callum was at police Can school I... too, so he might have learned some stuff. Since well, that's what I was wondering if he went to. Maybe that's what Jack did. He was like his his yeah. his like shadowing Callum to become his detective. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Can I also give kudos to um uh, Scott Maz. Masden's um, sleeping acting this week because that cracked me up when Denise oh, went it? into the bedroom and you just saw him. Right. 
No, in his, in his little white vest. Good night. Yeah, just oh, all, all I, I half expected him to have, you know, those caps mm. that they have in like the film, like Disney films, yeah. when the old people go off in their little rat lap. Yeah. I half expected Jack to have one of those little hats that kind of flopped over one side of his head and a, and a white party, <laughs> like um, Grandpa Joe had in um, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah, a little bed cap. Yeah. Little He's bed got the cap. golden. Yeah. Little bed yes. cap. That'd be nice. Hey, That'd be there nice. Um, but there you go, Rob. That's, you that's go. the week. Um, unfortunately, week. I don't think we're going to have time to do I Am Want to Gossip this week. I'm Alex afraid. Alex very, very anal when it comes to timing of this podcast. And we've clearly spoken I am. far too long. Uh, <laughs> but, but we had a lovely section at the top, though. So that was fun. We did. Oh, with our, oh with this was theories. a week. This was a week. And this was clearly setting up the rest of the year. So it's very exciting. Cleners has officially stuck his pole in the ground. And I'm very excited to see what, <laughs> what we're going to see. I really am. Uh, so, yeah. So, <laughs> so um, let us know all your theories and comments and thoughts about what's to come, what's happened this week, who's on the ground, who does it, what's going to happen with Denise and Ravi, who's Sharon marrying. Stick it all below or do the following by contacting us on Twitter and Instagram at Walford Weekly. You can find us on Facebook at Walford Weekly Podcast. On YouTube, don't forget to like, subscribe and click the bell to get notifications about our spoiler videos. And you can follow us on Apple, Anchor, Spotify or any of your favourite podcast sites. Email Ooh. us at robwalfordweekly at gmail.com or alexwalfordweekly at gmail.com. Yes. yes. Sorry, Rob's reminded me. Actually, I should <laughs> say that uh, you may you may find uh, I won't I'm say sorry. the ins and outs. Rob Rob knows the ins and outs. I won't go through the whole twenty minute splurge with him. It was very but, dull, uh, <laughs> but it's incredibly dull. But it's stuff that Rob mm. has to know in the future. Yes. Um, this is but true. Uh, basically, we're having to move where we uh, present our podcasts from one to another um yes. i'm not naming names on purpose but i may i may have a moan about it one day somewhere um and uh because of this where you you're listening to your podcast may be affected so i can guarantee that you will still be able to listen to us on apple Podcasts and spotify and of course you'll still be able to watch us on youtube there we okay are. Good. There we are then. So we will be back uh, possibly same time next week. Apparently there's some weird scheduling stuff going on next week. So we will be around at some oh, point maybe, yeah. at, over, over the weekends. Could be Saturday, could be Sunday, but we'll be here. All right. We will be here at some point next weekend for uh, four shows left of Walford Weekly. It's going to start getting emotional soon, Alex. I won't lie to you. I might have to, I might have to bring tissues. You know, five more shows. Five after more this shows. one. After this one. Oh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I've never been any good Six, at counting. Seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> oh, there you go. So, until next time, darling viewers and listeners, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye for myself. So I hope you're proud mm. of yourself. <laughs> <laughs>